Vaccinate All 58 is a movement aimed at promoting COVID-19 vaccinations and boosters by helping to spread facts and address misinformation. YLI is working with young folks across the state to create and share resources to keep Californians informed about the steps that they can take to keep themselves and their families safe. This podcast is one of those resources. We hope that you enjoy hearing from Abelia Cabrera from the COVID-19 Youth Task Force. For more information, go to vaccinateall58.com and check the episode description for a link to the Stop the Spread Instagram page. Stay tuned for more on Vaccinate All 58. It's 2022 and we've been facing the COVID-19 pandemic for over two years now. And while everyone's lives have been affected in one way or another, young people especially have seen their routines be changed mentally, physically, and even socially. For this episode, we decided to interview two young people from the Eastern Coachella Valley as they share with us their personal experiences with COVID. We go to youth reporter Evelia Cabrera for the rest of the story. I'm Evelia Cabrera and I'll be interviewing Kimberly Bellman. How has your mental health been affected by COVID-19? My mental health has been affected by COVID-19 a lot because I usually, to distress, I usually go out to stores and look around. But since COVID-19, I had to stay indoors most of the time. So I had to figure out what to do in in the wild. It has affected me by not being able to see my family as often as I used to before we used to have um, uh, various family reunions and now they're just getting less and less and they're diminishing little by little. As schools and jobs moved to the virtual world, many young people stayed home and were subsequently tasked with being caregivers for other family members in the household. But this becomes especially difficult, though, when one of those people develops COVID. Have you had to take care of someone while they had COVID? Uh, Yes, back in August, when the whole situation started, my mother, little brother, and I had gotten COVID. So we just had to isolate each other from the rest of my family. And we were just basically looking out for each other, taking care of each other, making sure we all took our medications and everything. So, yeah. I guess for a while I had to take care of my grandmother who got COVID-19, but after a few days I also got it, so I wasn't able to take care of her. And although the last two years have been filled with immense amounts of grief and unknowns and changes, we wanted to turn our sights now onto the future. We wanted to know what Yaraseth and Kimberly thought about the future of COVID in our daily lives and its effects on how we make decisions and plans. What concerns do you still have about COVID-19? How are you adjusting to a new normal? Uh, some of my concerns with COVID-19 is um, how much is, is it going to mutate and how hard is it going to hit us, the new, the new mutation that will come. Um, I'm adjusting to a new normal by always carrying a mask, even though in some places it's not required, I still think it's very important and also keeping some distance with uh, strangers that you meet along the way. The concerns that I have is that there's always a new variant coming up, so that's scary. And uh, about adjusting, I don't feel like I'll ever adjust to this new normal because it's just way different from what I grew up with, you know, like being able to play with your little friends. I don't think my siblings will ever adjust to this either. 
um and as for myself like going out is what i do a lot but now with covid like i don't tend to do that a lot so i i don't think it'll be like a new adjustment for myself what was it like to return to campus after so long of being virtual how do you deal with the automatic transition i was really excited to return to campus after so long of being virtual but after sometimes going to campus, I realized how energy draining it is. And to deal with this transition, I had to take more breaks. At times, it feels too easy to name the things that were ruined for us because of COVID-19. Big things like graduations, birthday parties, weddings. And while that's important to express because we likely won't get them back, we wanted to briefly highlight the silver linings of the pandemic however small they might be. Again, Evelia. Is there anything good that happened to you because of COVID? I guess the only thing that you could say that was good from COVID happening is me saving up more money because I don't have to be wasting in dorms or um, stuff like that. Or since I don't go, off, go out often, I don't waste much money. One of the things that I can think of um, that happened to me something good because of COVID um, is that it forced me to have uh, more patience in some things that I didn't have before. So at least I have more patience than I did pre-COVID. A big thank you to Evelia Cabrera for her reporting and to Kimberly Belmont and Yaracet Cerrato for their interviews. I'm Fatima Ramirez. This has been a special COVID episode of PolicyWise.